0: few days, Donald Trump's aides successfully wrested away his Twitter account from him.
1: Is that actually true? I heard Obama said that. He said he hadn't verified it.
0: New York Times was reporting this as factual. <laughs> where, where apparently, he, he was now tweeting by telling his aides to tweet things. So that basically it was going through a filter. It seems
2: like a good idea. Yeah, I might need an aide to do my tweets for me.
0: And also, apparently, at one point, Steve Bannon caught fire which seemed poetic.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And up until this last week, I would have thought that Chris Christie would have been a superior candidate to Donald Trump. (laughs) It's actually looking like that would have been a worse choice.
0: I guess I didn't see what happened with Chris Christie. Or Or are you talking beyond the Bridgegate stuff?
1: No, it's the Bridgegate stuff. But like two of his aides were just convicted of it. And there's lots of testimony saying specifically that he did know about it. But I don't know. Actually, I'm not sure that makes him better. (laughs) <laughs> that would have kind of been a a kick in the balls a few days before the election you know i very vaguely even remember what the bridge stuff was
2: I, uh
0: they deliberately closed lanes on a george washington bridge as because reasons
2: but i don't actually remember what the I, reasons are yeah, yeah me me either i remember them closing lanes and
1: on the other side of the bridge there was um I guess some city and the mayor there refused to endorse Chris Christie for something or other. So they said, "Well, okay, you're not going to endorse him. Then let's just cause some traffic trouble." Basically, it was revenge for something political.
0: That's that's great.
1: <laughs> yeah. By the
0: way, you're listening to the Gobeski Wallace Report, and I'm your host, Adam Gobeski.
1: Oh, and I'm Charlie Wallace, and welcome to our very special timely election edition of the podcast.
0: Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, it's it's all over, right? It's not like we're going to put out a podcast on Tuesday, right? So this is the last one you'll get where we're talking about politics at all ever, right?
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure. Knowing you, that's not true.
1: <laughs> you were already uh, giving me some cruise tips <laughs> over the weekend <laughs> that we could read. Oh, yeah,
0: we, sh- we could probably read the text session.
1: <laughs> okay, that'd be a good way to start out.
0: <laughs> Did you see the thing where Giuliani basically admitted that the Trump campaign had known ahead of time that uh, James Comey was going to release the letters saying there was a new investigation into emails.
1: Is that so? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, he
0: said, he said that on Fox and Friends. He's like, yeah, we knew ahead of time.
1: I kind of assumed that that was some weird, I didn't listen to it, but some sort of weird wording or something like that's not literally what he meant.
0: Well, it may not be what he meant. It's definitely what he said, though. <laughs> but they also today, which is uh, Sunday, november 6th yeah comey just said that no no uh new charges or investigations will happen based on eels.
2: <laughs> i'm surprised he didn't wait until tuesday morning to say that or tuesday afternoon or
0: yeah it's probably <laughs> this way he feels slightly covered
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah
1: i'm i'm there i got it got it up okay do 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 do
0: cruise news cruise news Emergency! cruise news! Cruz news! cruise news! cruise news! Cruise. Do, 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 do. Hey, your boy Cruz made the news again.
1: Oh, joy of joys! What did he do or not do?
0: He said he'll block any Democratic Supreme Court nominee because there's a long historical precedent for less than nine justices.
1: There's a long historical precedent for Texas not being a state. Why don't we just drop them?
0: Well, there's a long historical precedent for people not being around. So why don't we just kill everyone? #Trump2016
1: well, there's a long historical precedent for people dying of smallpox. So why don't we just bring that back? Jill Stein 2016.
0: <laughs> uh, I literally laughed out loud at that point and then <laughs> And then told Charlie, LOL.
1: And then I think I said, maybe it's a little unfair, but I said it anyway.
0: <laughs> I don't know that I can top that. Well played.
1: To be fair, the hashtag didn't come to mind until I'd already written it. Brianne's
0: suggestion. There's a long historical precedent for dinosaurs being around, so why don't we bring them back? Hashtag John Hammond 2016.
1: (laughs) I think that's basically the end of that text stream, although we we had some other amusing ones after that. However, that can be saved for a later non-political segment. (laughs) No, I...
0: What was it? Bran was talking about some song that she was listening to that was vaguely inspirational. And she was like, man, I should just like post the lyrics to that up in my cubicle so I can see them. And I was like, yeah, and you should then also print like the lyrics to like Men in Black and post it next to it. So anyone who comes into your cubicle sees both of them and gets confused. (laughs) As they just read, just bounce with me, just bounce with me, just bounce with me, just bounce with me. me. Now slide. (laughs) So anyway, uh that was your quick cruise news update. Uh why are we here? Oh, well, um (laughs) that was that was abrupt. Sorry. (laughs) Why have you called upon this podcast slash press conference, slash interview, slash whatever?
1: Well, as you know, in the past, uh Kobesky Wallace Report has not endorsed a presidential candidate uh, back in two thousand twelve and two thousand eight. Is that true? That's, I, that's true. I'm pretty sure we didn't. Um, Maybe not officially, at least. <laughs> who would it have been? <laughs> Newt Gingrich? I'm a fan of my boy, Barack. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my guess is that we would have... Uh,
0: Done something hilarious.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> John Cena. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> As we all know, this is one of the most divisive election seasons that we've ever seen in this country. You know, we'd be remiss to be on the sidelines for this one. We think that there's one definite choice out there, which is which is better than all the others, and uh, we wanted to introduce him. You, if you're an avid listener of the podcast, you've heard him before, but uh, if not, this may be your first time hearing his voice. Uh, we'd like to welcome Daniel Baker. Hi, uh, I'm back, baby. Woo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> Here you <laughs> now, I didn't know you were uh, running for president of the United States. This is a new one to me. You didn't mention it two episodes ago.
2: <laughs> Somehow it slipped slipped your mind. Uh, well, y- yeah, you know, I, I like to keep my, my personal uh, and professional lives separate. And then oh, that funny. was a purely professional
1: conversation. <laughs> so you spared us that. <laughs> so, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, a lot of voters, I mean, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of voters are unfamiliar with you, at least as a presidential candidate. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: What What are you all about? What am I all about? What is what is Daniel Baker all about? Uh, well, first of all, he likes to speak in the third person. Uh, oh, is plus? But <laughs> but more than that, he's about uh, he's about love and about good times and uh, enjoying company with other people who love those things and uh he's sometimes about being a hard ass and he likes to work out so it's about having a hard ass and uh <laughs> and i think at his core he just uh he just wants what's best for everybody
0: does he uh does he have a strong core or does he work on his core a lot you know he doesn't a lot of like planking
2: he does not like working on the core very much the core is a little gooey but uh that's more to love right
1: so, so just the glute workout and then skip everything above that a couple push-ups here
2: and there maybe oh, a little well, running well push-ups uh, you know, work your core a little bit a little, a little, bit. little bit but that, it's, it's supposed
0: to be the best core exercise i hear it's
2: if 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 he could do more than three or four at a time it would probably be more <laughs> beneficial Very <Fair enough.
1: laughs> <laughs> the democratic nominee is hillary clinton the republican nominee is donald trump and then green party jill stein and libertarian is gary johnson so there's there's no parties left that's all of them right but you've got to be running in a party or something, right?
2: I am, of course, running running in a party. Now, you may not have heard of this party. It's got a long name. It is, of course, uh, the Workers Against Needless Guidelines. Yes. <laughs> that, that is my party affiliation. Now, you may be asking yourself, what is Workers Against Needless Guidelines? Well, first of all, workers. It's
0: an, it's an older political were, party. I it guess. is.
2: It is older. Uh, we are more than a decade old. We're a party of the people, the workers, as you may have figured out. Uh so we like the working class. Um and are we're really passionate that there are no needless guidelines. Now we like necessary guidelines, but the needless ones were we're totally against that. You may be thinking, oh, so they don't like government oversight. False. We love government oversight as long as it's necessary.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, maybe give an example of some sort of government program or government oversight that's, that's overreaching that's uh, oh, I know a particular this sticking point for your party
0: it's it's third thing right
1: <laughs> it's
0: what it's third thing I don't know what that is uh, <laughs> I'm referring to the Rick Perry flub in uh, one
2: of the oh you know, oh those, oh, oh <laughs> he couldn't remember oh, the
0: It's three the three things
2: that's right yeah you know now that I think about it I can't think of anything that's that's needless uh, so yeah it, it is that third thing
3: yeah
2: uh, <laughs> So je ne sais quoi. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up for me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> how does Workers Against Needless Guidelines, how does that appeal to the the female vote, the women? Now,
2: in the traffic now first of all, I, I, I don't mean to interrupt. Uh, Workers Against Needless Guidelines is actually a lot of words. So I prefer if going forward, we, were just, we just refer to it as the wang. That seems fine. That's, that seems so, reasonable. So, If we so can wh- talk
0: about the GOP, then... That's Wang, that's right. That's
2: so that's true. Huh? So, what do the ladies like about the Wang? Well, the Wang does many things for the ladies. Uh, it likes to put them in good positions to succeed. We like women to uh, to show their voice, and uh, the Wang helps with that. We're basically in support of of women and all of their rights. Uh, so,
0: now would you legislate on behalf of them, or how would you handle? any legislation regarding the female body, for instance, as an example.
2: I think that that is totally up to them. I, you know, the Wang likes to help get women to where they need to be. But ultimately, it's the women that need to help the Wang get to where they need to be.
1: So you sort, of, sort of the party that lets women help themselves. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm just glad that I could make a little bit of
2: sense as I try to, uh, you know, avoid unnecessary euphemisms and that sort of
1: thing. Well, yeah, that's part and parcel of what your party does, you know. You don't want the needless euphemisms. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So here's a question which I believe at least one presidential uh, candidate has been asked. Uh, what's the deal with Aleppo? Yeah, Aleppo. Uh
2: you know the thing about Aleppo is well personally my favorite Shakespeare character. Shakespeare. I enjoy Yeah. Aleppo. Oh no, he's you know, he's he had...
0: the he's the Marx brother that quit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, I, I thought Aleppo was uh I don't know what play he's from, but I you know, I always admired his his dedication to family and his his passion and the fact that unlike everyone else in Shakespeare's plays, he he didn't die. That's what I always respected about Aleppo. You only ever read the tragedy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> only read We have we have a very uh shaky education system and
0: uh, <laughs> one of the things you want to improve, right?
2: We never got to Henry the so <laughs>
0: uh neither did Shakespeare. <laughs> no
2: there's a isn't there a henry the eighth isn't uh, it isn't it four five six and eight
0: i think it's rumored that he wrote a uh, henry the eighth play but i don't think
2: is, it actually can, so you're
0: not completely crazy part of the problem might be that so henry the fourth i think is two parts
2: i think so too henry and the I think
0: fifth is like three parts or something
2: one of them is three parts you yeah. know uh, i just know king lear isn't real That's what I know. The play isn't real. Well, no, no, the the king himself, not
1: not a real guy. There's no
0: play called King Lear. This is just a liberal conspiracy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, the other thing here is, are you trying to say that you have access to unpublished Shakespeare plays?
2: Well,
0: apparently, oh Henry the Sixth. Sorry, apparently I do. Henry the Sixth is three parts.
1: Okay. And why are you keeping those from the American public? And I guess the rest of the well, world too cares about that. <laughs> Specifically Americans.
2: Well, partially because it's because I co-wrote them and uh, without no. without that <laughs> without that credit, I can't I can't be having that out in the world.
1: <laughs> I think we may be in a, a, an edition of Conspiracy Corner at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Correction.
2: We're, totally, we're totally off the tracks now. <laughs>
1: Corrections
0: to the podcast. Can we do the corrections to the podcast? Sure, yes. Segment? Absolutely. Apparently, Henry VIII is a collaborative Shakespeare play. So oh. he wrote it with someone.
1: Okay.
2: With me. You're John <laughs> Fletcher? Uh, well, that's that's another name I go by.
0: Wow. Here's a fun fact for you. It was during a performance of Henry VIII in the Globe Theater in 1613 that ended up burning the original Globe building to the ground. <laughs> Apparently, it was a a cannon shot employed for special effects ignited the theater's thatched
2: roof. I told him that pyrotechnics was a terrible idea. (laughs) Full of fire.
1: (laughs) This year's presidential debates have dealt with less with issues concerning the average citizen and more with ad hominem attacks. Much of this is a grant of journalists across the globe. However, we at the GW Report are actually cool with that. So if you could... Please level one insult at each other presidential candidate, including Gary Johnson, but not Jill Stein. <laughs> why,
0: why not Jill Stein? Well,
1: I already did it. <laughs> oh, okay, Fair
2: enough. Let's start with Hillary, Hillary Clinton, mm, okay. Democratic nominee. Now, now I want to be careful here. I want to be careful and make sure everyone knows that that I understand that you can't attack women for their physical appearance or, you know, things like that. With that said, my God, her voice is like the screeching of a thousand angry pelicans. <laughs> Can't handle it. And, you know, that's that's just another reason to vote for me. I have a nice, soothing, deep, calm, rational voice. And uh, I don't sound like a, a choking, angry bird.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to listen to this voice for the next four years, at least, right? Barring at at least, right? And yes.
2: I, I just feel like you don't want that. Okay, well, next Donald Trump, Republican nominee. Now I feel like these jokes basically write themselves, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, sorry, not just to interrupt briefly, but I don't know if you saw the thing where they were saying like even the Onion was having trouble writing headlines that were not just real
2: life. <laughs> like, like I, I just I, I thought about this one, and uh, he's just an idiot. I, I know that that seems sort of grade schoolish, but I also know that that if I come too strong on on Donald Trump, that, that he's going to get back at me via Twitter and call me names. And uh, he's going to talk about the blood coming out of my wherever. And I just, I don't want to de- I don't want to deal with that.
0: Well, it won't happen for the next three days, at least. <laughs> Since they so, took his Twitter access away. Oh, just wait for Wednesday. You're right. right. Oh, come Wednesday.
2: <laughs> and uh, Gary Johnson uh, of the anarchist or libertarian party. Well, Here's something you might not know. His last name is a euphemism for penis. And that's just kind of funny. Uh, His name is Gary Penis. uh, And I don't think we want him in office. We know what happened the last time there was a dick in office. And uh, that didn't end well. (laughs) The whole uh, Watergate thing. And I I didn't know if you're
0: referring to Nixon or Cheney.
2: Oh, that's right. I forgot about
1: Janey. <laughs> oh
2: man. Uh yeah, I, I was referring to Nixon, but I guess if, if the shoe or the dick fits, uh
1: <laughs> you know.
0: This is this is gonna be unbroadcastable. So.
2: <laughs> what about if you're, li- if you're listening, sorry, mom. <laughs> what about D's nuts? Oh, I love D's nuts. I love I love D's nuts. Uh, couldn't tell you anything about him or her, but uh I I love I love D's nuts.
1: Okay. Yep. The Wang is a fan of D's nuts. You heard it here first, yeah, it's, folks.
2: Couldn't have said it better myself.
1: Um, well, just to kind of switch topics here a little bit. For the past two decades, it's been at least two decades, Americans have demanded one thing of their presidential candidates, uh, the answer to one simple question. Boxers or briefs? Against tradition, Hillary Clinton has refused to answer. Do you think this country deserves to know? And if so, what's your underwear sitch? Wait, you
0: just... just- <laughs> Just to be clear, it's important to you to know whether Hillary Clinton wears boxers or briefs.
1: Hey, if she wants to throw out two decades of tradition, I guess that's her choice, but we don't have to stand for it.
0: It couldn't possibly be that that tradition, the way the question is phrased, is inherently sexist.
1: Mm, well, I didn't make up the question. I just ask it. Are there a lot of women uh, wearing boxers out there? Well, I-, I don't know. I keep asking and nobody will tell me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so this is your question going back 20 years. <laughs>
2: yes. maybe, that, maybe that's why she's refused to answer. <laughs> First of all, yes, of course, the country deserves to know. The country ne- deserves to know uh, their leaders inside and out. As for what is my situation, are you asking currently or in general? Because uh, those, are, those are two very different answers.
1: Oh, you can't. You came with something special today. How about how about right now? The the current underwear situation right
2: now is that there is no underwear. Again, I don't want to make any anyone uncomfortable. I also want to be totally transparent and honest. But uh the regular situation is boxers,
1: of course. No, oh, of course. That that is the correct answer. Thank you. <laughs> they're they're the most
2: comfortable. You know, you can you can work in them, you can play in them, you can work out in them. It's 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 really a good situation. They keep everything but, there.
0: But you can do that in a banana hammock, too. (laughs)
1: i
2: need to get me one of those
1: (laughs) saving up (laughs) it's you know it's less material but it's more expensive
2: (laughs) if if i win this election that's the first thing i want to spend my first paycheck on
1: oh okay (laughs) what is it up to like 250 grand a year or something like that
2: something like that now do you suppose that and i guess i should know this as someone running for office do they get paid bi-weekly or or monthly or is it one big check on January 1st. How, do, how does that work, you suppose?
1: I'm not sure there's a presidential candidate to this point who would have cared exactly. They're just like throw it in with the rest, but I don't know.
0: <laughs> I kind of want to know this now. How often are presidents paid? Come on,
2: give us an answer, Google. Uh, he's paid 400000 a year. Oh, man. I'm going to buy a big house, too, <laughs> a boat, and again, nice boat.
0: This this might backfire. I have to ha- I have to go to Reddit. So
2: <laughs> Reddit is the uh, the dictionary or the encyclopedia of the internet nowadays.
0: Ah, got it. He's paid monthly by the U.S. Treasury. That's according to U.S. Code Section
2: one hundred two. Oh, perfect. So it's law. All right. I I've actually only read up to Section ninety seven, which is why I didn't know that. Ah, fair enough.
1: Now you got to be careful with the money you get too. It's kind of like a professional athlete situation, right? So at most, you're going to get paid for eight years. Right. So mm-hmm. you want to retire after that and not have to do anything. So maybe a house and a boat immediately, especially since I'm sure you, <laughs> you could use the government house and the government boat for at least the next four years.
2: Do they give you a, a government house? Man, I'm learning
1: all sorts of things today. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They have some place for you to live. I want to paint it white. It is kind of a trick though, because they just don't <laughs> want you to be that far from work.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. the original yeah.
2: work from home. <laughs>
1: That's definitely, that's
2: definitely something that I'm used to. I'm going to have tuxedo pajamas. So no one will even
1: know. You just go to make an announcement to the country and you're all bleary eyed. Like you just got up out of bed. You're wearing slippers. (laughs) Absolutely right. I'll be sitting at the
2: desk, you know, I'll, I'll have only my boxers on, uh, down below, but you, but no one will know
1: that. (laughs) So I've touched on this a couple of times already, but America seems like it's divided more than ever before. If you're elected, how would you help to heal this divide?
0: More divided than 1860?
1: Well, (laughs) maybe metaphorically. So no? So not... (laughs) I directed the question at the candidate.
2: Thank you. (laughs) I, I think the key to healing quickly and and healing with minimal pain is Neosporin, quite frankly. Uh, lots of Neosporin. I find that it makes the wounds go away and doesn't leave a scar, and that's really what I will be aiming to do.
1: Uh, applied where? Well, all over, as necessary.
2: <laughs> all over and the country? Liber- and, and as liberally as needed, yes. <laughs> so you admit you're a liberal? I, I, I'll, I'll admit to that, yes.
1: Again, you know, it's not something I thought I would have to ask, but in this election season, you never know. Will you accept the results of this election regardless of the outcome? Assuming, you know, <laughs> it's not really close. I understand that you'll reserve your right to contest the election if you're within a certain number of electoral votes here. You know, let's say it's a let's let's just say that it's a blowout. All right. You're pretty sure you lost. Hypothetical.
2: Well, yeah, I, I appreciate you speaking in hypotheticals because let's be honest. Daniel Baker is not going to lose this election.
1: Yeah, that's the right answer. I've heard that one.
2: <laughs> he's he's reportedly possibly on the ballots of all 50 states. I'm not even sure of that. Uh, so yep, he's That's not, good so.
0: because in all the states where people listen to this uh, podcast, <laughs> writing your name in would literally be throwing their vote away because it wouldn't count. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which is a dumb rule. You should just be able to vote for anybody. I mean, come on. I think there's eight states where you're allowed to do that. The Constitution is very clear. There are only like three rules for being the president. And really, everyone should be able to, to run. I will accept the results regardless of the outcome. And the reason that I will do that is because if I do lose, it's quite possibly going to be by a large margin. I, I don't want to waste anyone's time
0: doing any recounts. Well, I'm glad someone still has principles.
2: <laughs> it would be it would be needless. And, I, and that's, you know,
1: that's against my... My core no, It's the whole party. That's true. You're sticking to your principles. Absolutely right. And again, maybe I'll, here's a little bit of a lighter question, but it's, you know, there's a divide in our country over Xbox or PlayStation. What side are you on? Oh, I'm on the
2: PlayStation side. I always have been since uh, since. Well, now they call it the PS1. Uh, they didn't back in my day. It was just the PlayStation. But yeah, ever since those mm-hmm. days, uh, really? I've, been on, I've been on board.
0: Even in the dark days of PS3.
2: Uh, uh, yes I didn't play a lot of ps3 but uh when I did I enjoyed it uh quite frankly i've i haven't even owned any of these systems since maybe a ps2 a long time ago i I still have a, a super nintendo hooked up in my basement so you, you can
1: see where I'm at <laughs> sorry I guess we didn't throw Nintendo in that
2: yeah it's like so does that make you a Wii U booster are you uh, well are you waiting for the switch to come out? i'm a little behind the times on the uh, on the video gaming uh, platforms uh, okay so are you waiting for the gamecube uh <laughs> that might be my next that might be my next purchase actually the
0: discs are so small i don't understand what's not to understand how how can they fit all that information on a
1: small disc
0: oh well you just look at the games they're just a lower quality <laughs> 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 sorry not to interrupt but is doug actually here i know he's been in the call for like 20 minutes
1: really I I didn't even look at the computer screen. I wasn't aware of that. You're not going to like this, but I'm here.
4: (laughs) I can't get the darn (laughs) headphones working. (laughs) So I'm here. I'm listening to you guys over the speakers, but I'm like, oh my goodness, this is terrible.
1: So this is our first live stream.
4: (laughs) The interview is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or or your situation is terrible.
2: Probably both, if he's being honest.
4: Uh, my situation is terrible. <laughs> I only heard a little bit of the interview. sounds like we're talking to uh, presidential candidate Daniel Baker so
1: far. Uh, there's one thing you could take away from this interview. It's that we were talking to Daniel Baker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's see you report that, lamestream media. <laughs>
2: how does this uh, podcast work when the one person that I know listens to it is listening live? How do like, what, what do you do from here? Oh, he listens
0: to it repeatedly. <laughs> it's the only thing that his, uh, his neighbors will
2: allow him to listen to.
0: At least that All was right.
2: true at one point. All right. Just make sure you polish it up real nice for him then.
1: Yeah. He gets to look for the edits kind of like a highlights <laughs> magazine. <laughs> um. So again, very controversial topic. Are you, for or against the Star Wars prequels? Oh, oh boy! Um, what a
2: candidate to ask that question to. Yeah, right. Well, here again, I want to be forthright with everyone. I've never seen a Star Wars film. Oh, I. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not supposed to do that, am I? <laughs> Sorry, <No>. continue. Continue. <laughs> Bad moderator. Here's the thing i I've never actually seen them. I have seen. I've seen the Family Guy spoofs, so I sort of know what's going on. <laughs> I uh, I know that there were three movies, and then there were three prequels, and then I think this—the seventh one—was in the future because uh, Harrison Ford is old, and that's the only way conceivably in my head it can work. Also, um,
0: seven follows six.
2: Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I forgot about the the numbering thing, and <laughs> I I do things I do things based on the Gregorian calendar. I like so. to call my
0: thing I like to call my movie episode seven. It's a prequel to the prequels.
2: <laughs> Time is circular in my universe. See, it would have made perfect sense to me, but again, I don't know any better. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm for the prequels. I hear they were terrible, but I don't think the concept of a prequel is inherently bad. I just wish that they had been better, or at least that's what people tell me.
4: Hey oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and a new moderator has entered the stage. Please welcome Doug Gobeski.
4: <laughs> Mister Baker, can you name a world leader that you admire? A current world leader or a world yes. leader of history? Yes, a, a world leader that you will have to be working with as the U.S. president. That I admire. Yep.
2: Hmm. Who hmm. gets a pass? <laughs> you know who? You know who I really like, and and I don't know if this counts because they still have a queen. But I really like that Justin Trudeau of Canada. Seems like a cool guy, young and hip, again, with the core values. Although in his case, uh, I think it's actually a physical core value. He, the dude is ripped.
0: I think he's got um, both.
2: So, yeah, yeah, I think so. So I, I really like that guy. He, he seems He seems to be with the times. By the way, that's the correct answer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Was that really so
0: hard? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're Gary Johnson, it probably is. i I doubt justin trudeau's high on his list gary johnson has
4: no idea who justin trudeau is so if gary johnson picked up the newspaper and saw that he was elected president would he just kind of go huh wonder who that is
0: (laughs) it's not like it matters because the sun's gonna swallow up the earth in a few billion years
1: (laughs) does anything we do really matter when you think of it through that lens. <laughs> um, so, Daniel, if you could kill only one celebrity, why would you choose Ryan Gosling?
2: Oh, Ryan Gosling. What a what a phenomenal actor. I mean, The Notebook, that film with Emma Stone and Steve Carell. It's not Eat, Pray, Love, but it has a similar title. Something... Oh, I know what
1: you're talking about. Now it's going to annoy the heck out of me. <laughs> There's some commas in it. I don't even remember. So why would I kill him?
2: He's just... He's too good looking
1: if anything, right? Uh La La Land? I, no. that. It was maybe 5 or 6 years ago at least. Crazy uh,
2: Crazy uh, Stupid Love? Is that is that a movie? Yes. Uh,
1: yes, yes it is. Oh.
0: Apparently That's, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone are going to be in another movie called La La Land. Oh, well.
2: That's what that was. But yes, it's Crazy Stupid Love. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> weirdly, those are the only two films of his I can name. Yeah, I, I just he's he's too good to be true. He's he's kind of dreamy. He's he seems to be a nice guy and, and you just can't trust that. You you can't trust you can't trust those eyes, you know? I and I don't want to be deceived by by him. So off with his head.
1: So to go back to the policies I've seen on your website, please explain to me. It since Ryan Gosling would be like a ten on a scale of one to ten, you kind of want to slide that scale up, right? If you kill off a ten, then nines become nine point fives etc is, is that some some sort of system that you're coming up with that that,
0: uh, that assumes only one ten exists well
1: well <laughs> i well i guess you would have to, it would not just be ryan gosling i said i said if you could only kill one celebrity but yes, you got plans right. for many of them
2: well I, I i like to think not i i like most celebrities <laughs> but but uh you know you asked me you chose ryan gosling and he ryan gosling had to go i had to in keeping with my own principles, I had to honestly answer the question.
1: So, as a true politician, you uh, changed your answer to, to fit the question. Yeah, well, you gotta play the game. You gotta play the game. I'm, I'm not. I'm not dumb. I respect that. Daniel Baker. Daniel Baker is not dumb. So,
4: so are you saying that you don't promise to make America beautiful again? <laughs> I
2: guess I can't make that promise, can I? Not, not if I have to off Ryan Gosling. I guess it depends on uh, how willing you are to break promises. Well, now you've put me in an awkward situation. I'm I'm not comfortable answering answering that.
1: So, would you kill Ryan Gosling on day one, or is this the first hundred days sort of thing?
2: No, I think it's the first hundred days thing. I, we got a lot again. Heal the divide. A lot of neo to be uh, to be rubbing <laughs> on things, particularly uh, in
0: Ryan Gosling's case.
2: <laughs> well, so so he's down the list a bit. Uh, I don't I don't think he needs to go right away.
0: Cause I mean, I guess if you killed all the tens, right, then you have to kill Justin Trudeau, who you've already said you admire and want to work with.
2: Yeah, and and, and I don't want to do that. And uh, Justin's Justin's a good. Yeah, you're right. He's a good ten. God, I wish I could be him. I think we all do.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just hope he wants to be my friend. That's why I think that's also what we all. Hope. I'm gonna, on day one, I might take a trip to Canada just
0: to hang out. I'm going to be really, really disappointed if some scandal brings him down. It's so sad.
2: <laughs> well, the, the good news is with the way it works up there, like even if that's something like that were to happen, presumably he could bounce. You know, he's young. He could bounce back. He can be the prime minister as many times as, as they elect him. Right. Isn't that how that works? Uh, I guess I don't know.
1: I, all,
0: all I know is what happened to Rob Ford. <laughs> I mean,
1: wasn't he in office for a while? Even so. cocaine's a hell of a drug. He <laughs> was
0: in office for a while.
1: Didn't they and, reelect uh, him? They did reelect I, him. Th- they
2: did, and I, it was only stomach cancer that brought him down, right. ultimately. Oh, yeah. so
1: And who can control that? <laughs> well,
2: I assume Justin Trudeau.
1: <laughs> Probably, <laughs> Maybe Joe Piscopo? Oh, you think so? He controls diseases?
0: Oh, he's Joe Piscopo.
1: That's true. There's nothing he can't
0: do. That's right. As the patron, I don't want to say saint, but maybe guider. God, what's the word? The <laughs> mentor, uh,
1: idol of the podcast. Oh yes, yes. Fixture, mainstay. <laughs> Blessed Joe Piscopo. <laughs> the honorable Joe Piscopo. <laughs> the most honorable. <laughs> um, Adam. Yes. Do I have to ask this last question? <laughs> I have no idea what it is. So yes. Uh, Daniel, where's the best place to grab women? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, I <laughs> oh, boy. It just got warm in here. Uh, I'm glad that you asked that, actually. Uh, because I want to be very clear that I believe the best place to grab women is, is firmly by the hand. While you are walking down the beach, possibly on a cold, you know, maybe not too cold, a cool autumn evening. Uh, you got some hoodies on. Perhaps there's a bonfire in the distance. And I think that that is the most appropriate place to grab a woman
0: so would you just start grabbing hands willy-nilly oh well you're just running down the beach just grabbing women's hands
2: you might want to ask first uh be polite about it but but uh i don't think that if you're gonna grab i think that should be your starting starting point uh let's that's what i that's what i want to be clear about
0: wait what's your starting point the hand or or consent (laughs) <laughs> well, consent, consent <laughs> followed by the hand.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm assuming a situation in which consent has been given. The hand is the place to start. That is what I'm saying.
0: See, my understanding based on other candidates' responses to similar statements is that uh, consent isn't necessarily assumed.
2: I think you could be right about that. And uh, and my opponents are, uh, are terrible people. <laughs> <That's>...
0: <laughs> I think we can all agree on that. At least in uh, one regard. <laughs> I don't know that Gary Johnson's a terrible person.
1: It's it's hard to say. It's, nobody knows anything about him.
0: And I don't think Hillary Clinton's a terrible person. She's a career politician, but I don't think that makes her a terrible
4: person. Vince Foster disagrees. <laughs> Get at or at least he would. <laughs> How do you hang up on people? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just to interject for a moment. I've learned over the past election cycle that to me it does not matter how eloquent your argument is or how strong your evidence or compelling your facts if you use a pun as someone's name i will immediately disregard (laughs) your opinion the minute that you start saying things like killery and shillery (laughs) i'm immediately off board i'm like i'm not i can't listen to you (laughs) And it's not just that it's like anyone that says like uses abbreviates Microsoft as M dollar sign. Like I'm like, I can't I can't pay any attention to what you're saying. <laughs> you re- you wrote, oh, bummer. No, nope, I can't. No, nope, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about drones and uh, increased spying on the American people. But you use the term, oh, bummer. I am not going to pay attention to you.
4: <laughs> what if it's their actual name, like DJ Trump?
0: That would be the worst club.
4: (laughs) Uh,
0: Can you just imagine? It would would be solid gold everywhere. (laughs) All the songs are about how great DJ Trump is. Seriously, though. (laughs) Donald Trump.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Are we officially taking the opposite of a side? (laughs) I guess.
0: Uh, I am. You can do what you want. As a side note, I tweeted today. I'm glad Dr. Strange was so good. I'd hate for the United States to have gone out on a low.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: At which point, one of our followers responded with a comment that merely said, Stern look. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this political commentary is not why I follow you on Twitter. <laughs> it's for your Doctor Who related witticisms.
4: <laughs> yeah, except he's not taking a side. Depending, no matter what your political leanings,
0: well, that's true. You can yeah, feel
4: okay with it.
0: I did actually consider that. I was like,
1: eh. everyone thinks the world's ending. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the way, a thumbs up on the
1: the new Doctor Strange movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I've heard really good things about it. I've also heard good things about
2: it, and I also recently discovered that there is a Doctor Strange. So there you go.
1: <laughs> you
4: and a large majority of the country. I see. <laughs> Ooh, does Dormammu make an appearance? Do you want me to answer that? No. Okay. you're gonna tell me no and i'm just gonna be disappointed before i even walk in then well
0: i could tell you yes and you could just be uh your expectations could be too high
4: (laughs) which one's worse you would have to tell me does anyone have amnesia drugs i want to run an experiment you want retcon i want retcon the the pill from torchwood this is getting
0: deep this is this is getting this is getting hardcore nerd here (laughs) We may be losing
2: candidate Baker. <laughs> Let's just say that uh, this is not my area of expertise, <laughs> but I'm not against it. It takes all shapes and sizes and whatnot. So I say do your thing.
4: Experiment with mind altering drugs.
2: <laughs> if if that's what you want to do, President Baker doesn't get in the way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and there goes the Republican vote. <laughs> <laughs> okay i think ah, cool. we're good no, so.
1: I, I have oh oh questions. sorry
4: that's right doug had questions go ahead uh at least one of which i still remember
1: Ooh, hoo, hoo. No, great
4: so you, you you recommended uh voting for evan mcmullen right well uh, as as the chaos theory uh <laughs> candidate yes <laughs> so i was just kind of <laughs> contemplating i think he actually is on the idaho ballot really and naturally my vote isn't going to change which way Idaho swings in the presidential race?
0: How oh, is Idaho that
4: red? See, my oh, vote actually might it is count. Very red.
0: My vote, my vote actually might count this year, which was exciting.
4: Yeah. So the question is: do I vote for Evan McMullen as a protest vote? Or do I vote for Hillary Clinton just so that I can say that, yeah, I voted for the first woman president?
1: Oh.
0: I personally uh so obviously this you know do what you want but i personally would vote for hillary clinton so that a yes i could say i voted for the first female president or even just major presidential candidate and b i would be uncomfortable if trump won the popular vote by a razor-thin margin but lost the electoral vote and so i would want to make sure that he, uh, she also won the popular vote
4: mm, okay
0: okay yeah, let's see where Idaho stands according to the polls on the New York Times. Yeah, like ninety, probably or like 99 top five percent.
4: Republican. <laughs> yeah, right along with like Montana and uh, Wyoming. Uh, I
0: think the Deep South's pretty red too. Yeah,
2: is everything from like South Carolina northwest to Montana. Isn't that all red through there? Uh, largely. Just yeah. about Idaho
0: is plus twenty four Republican. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's only two states that are more red predicted uh, west virginia and wyoming
4: i was right on wyoming
0: whereas arizona seems to have gone republican plus three in the last few days but because for a while Uh, they were like plus one and then i think even it.
2: i understand west virginia at least given that uh the state's entire economy seemingly is built on coal which should probably not be a thing anymore so (laughs) right
3: yeah
2: so so they have to they have to hold on to to that party that wants to live in 1880 I'm a fan of the idea of taking the
0: coal workers and giving them like free training to do jobs in clean energy. Like, let's get them trained in doing solar and wind and all this stuff.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, my secretary of energy.
4: Hey. <laughs> I have one other question. If you're not elected, are you uh, on this podcast willing to commit to Baker Gobeski 2020, a perfect vision for the future? Uh running yeah. again in four years.
2: That's a, <laughs> I, that is a campaign slogan.
4: A perfect vision man, for the future.
2: That's that's perfect. That that might be that might be our best slogan yet, too. Might want to trademark that one. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Because I think our previous best one was because Michael Jordan was already taken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, four years from now, we're gonna do the same thing. Nice podcast. We're talking about the issues. Uh, we'll fawn over Justin Trudeau. It's <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be sexy. That's for sure.
0: Uh, all right, Mister Baker. Do you have any final words before we uh, wrap up? Anything you want to say to the American people
2: on the eve of the uh, election? Yeah, uh, you know, vote for me. And if you're not going to vote for me, vote for that random guy in Utah, Evan uh, McMullen. Evan McMullin. Uh, Evan McMullin. Y- yes, uh, because that would just be a lot of fun. And I, I like I like chaos like that. Don't be confused if you put me in office; there will not be chaos. Everything will be smooth and uh, and happy. I'm really good at selling myself, by the way. That's my number one quality. <laughs> it it works because now I have
0: Michael Jackson and Pharrell in my head. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Two of the great entertainers of our time. They will both be on my cabinet.
0: Uh, um. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe you can get
0: Alien Ant Farm to uh, <laughs> s- to substitute. <laughs> all right. Well, on behalf of myself and uh, everyone else here at the Govesque Wallace Report, enjoy your last remaining hours of freedom, America.
1: And... Uh, <laughs> Hopefully you don't feel sorry that you listened to this podcast instead of doing something else like saying goodbye to your loved ones, etc. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, yeah, maybe we'll all meet and uh, have a podcast in the great hereafter.
2: <laughs> Broadcasting <laughs> live from Canada. <laughs> Assuming they don't close their borders. <laughs> well, that seems that seems likely. I got an in. Justin Trudeau is a buddy, oh. or or at least he is in my head. But I, again, <laughs> we've we've been over that,
1: right? Yeah. For the gobeski Walzer part, my name is Charlie Wallace.
2: I'm Doug Gobesky,
1: and we had special guest.
2: Oh yeah, that's me, Daniel Baker, President
1: Daniel Baker. <laughs> oh okay, very confident. <laughs>
2: i i have to get a jump on all i was late to the late to the party so i have to get a jump on all, everything so i have all the you know president t-shirts printed up and uh if it doesn't work if it doesn't work out we're gonna clothe a lot of underprivileged kids in africa
1: Hey, all right, it won't have been a complete waste it's a
0: win-win situation <laughs>
2: Putting their textile industries out of uh, out of business, but hey, charity, yay!
0: <laughs> charity starts abroad.
1: <laughs> Make sure to check out our website once again at www.gobeskywallasreport.com.
0: You can also check out our Facebook page, the Gobesky Wallace
1: Report. Oh right, and we're also now we're on Twitter, and you can follow us at GW Report. So, see you then. Later.
0: When did we come up with "Workers Against Needless Guidelines"? <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> was it? It had to be one of the first times we did the fictitious. Uh, the newsletter, you know, right? Yeah. But it had to be in the context of, I don't know, baker Gabeski 2002 Eight or, or whatever six. it was. Yeah. It had to have coincided with a real election, right? We wouldn't have done it otherwise. <laughs> well, we may have done it otherwise, but... but well, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know where Workers Against Needless Guidelines came from other than we wanted... I'm it... pretty sure it was just us trying to figure out a way to get Wang. Yeah, exactly right. We wanted it to be Wang. And, and now it's so much, something so much bigger. But, but I just wanted to share, I think, at least for me, my pro- proudest moment
0: <laughs> involving I, Wayne.
2: I know which, where you're going with this. I love it.
0: Which is uh the Mason Abbott Snyder Phillips cafeteria had a, an internal newsletter that was full of like fun stories and like, here's like the supervisor of the month and this is what's going on. You know, so it was part fun, part informative. So they needed content. So they came to us as Baker Gobesky because... We're a horse. And so we're totally <laughs> willing to do it. <laughs> and so we kept trying to slip in talking about Wayne and uh, our boss, Adam Coivisto, would, you know, they would edit it out. I think Crystal was probably editing things out, too, at that point. At one point, we slipped it in because we only refer to it by Workers Against Needless Guidelines every time so they were always the form of like mock interviews and at one point i believe it was dan who was quoted as saying let's just say we love the ladies who love the workers against needless guidelines (laughs) and this was in the midst of like three or four other wang references so those three or four got deleted and that one slipped through and that happened to be the issue that Adam Coyvista was carrying around to like his bosses to show them like the sort of <laughs> things we were doing. And he mentioned this offhand, and uh, Dan and I sort of looked at each other and said, uh, "We got this through." And he was like, "If I get fired, you two are fired as well." He was. He was.
2: He was not especially happy.